Welcome to the Undefined Podcast, presented by G2I. I'm Jared Palmer. And I'm Ken Wheeler. And today we have a real fucking special guest, Mr. Evan Bacon. What's up, Evan? Hey, uh, thanks for having me back. <laughs> Tell everybody what you do, you weird little fuck. <laughs> I, I work at Expo on uh, Expo for web, web support. Uh, if you don't know what Expo is, it's like a tool for building iOS, Android, and now web apps at the same time using React and React Native. That's pretty sick. Indeed, indeed. You you work for Mr. Charlie Cheever, is that correct? Oh, hell yes, I do. I'm I'm a big fan of Chaz. Tell him I said what's up. Oh, that's a new one, actually. I call him Chai Mocha Latte. <laughs> Chai Mocha Latte? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll throw that at him next time I see him. Or Chucky Cheever. Chucky. Chucky yeah. Cheever has like an alliteration going to it. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I spent a lot of time thinking about this. I bet you do. But you clearly do. Sick yeah. cat shirt, by the way. Yeah, you ever heard nice. of that shirt? Or yeah, yeah. The, uh, the what's, up with wow. you and, what's up with you and the Batman? Uh, well, I'm a nerd. Right. Clearly. Homeschooled. Homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole thing. There's Let's get into that for a second. So, so for those who don't know about your background, Evan, tell us about your current childhood, because you're still a child. My current childhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but just the stuff from the beginning of it. Okay, right. So I was homeschooled my whole education career, um, which is why I'm mostly illiterate. I I also was a Lego master builder. So I did Lego master building until I started programming. Uh, I started Lego master building when I was 12 years old by building a life-size Batman sculpture out of Legos, kind of like the the pinnacle of weird addiction things. And then people really were into it, so I, I kind of just kept doing it, and I made other superheroes. Uh, nothing really else outside of superheroes. I couldn't think of anything else. And then I kind of just got into programming through video game making and playing. What's your game right now, dog? Minecraft. I've been playing Minecraft so hard. I've been hitting the Minecraft like a madman. For like what, like eight years now? Yeah, yeah, for my whole life entire thing well yeah i guess it kind of makes sense because like the voxels are kind of like lego bricks yeah that's I what you guys got so that, that's what the cool lego kids call it right like bricks uh only i call it b-r-i-x really is that why your your twitter name is bacon bricks, bacon bricks. and indeed that is my twitter so you're just account. throwing down bricks out here throwing down bricks <laughs> you know brick is like a drug term right uh no i didn't know that actually but very interesting it makes your shit sound so much cooler unrelated is there a way to change your twitter handle yes yes okay cool maybe bacon brock bacon blocks next bacon blocks now you speaking of superheroes you made an iron man out of legos is that right right that was the next thing i built after batman And, and who was there to see that what do you mean which Did you celebrity? happen to meet anyone special during the creation of that? No, not particularly. So Evan met Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so he... <laughs> oh, I forgot. Work with me here, Evan. We're playing t-ball here, man, and you just struck well, out. <laughs> he posted... <laughs> hit it off the tee, dog. <laughs> I didn't meet him. He posted about it, like, on Facebook or something. Like, yeah, I want to destroy this. Whatever. Um, there was an interaction. Dan Lee. You met Stan Lee. Yeah. That's fun. That's pretty big. Fucking incredible. Yeah, that was super cool. I was on my 16th birthday. 
So it was kind of, I consider that the point where I peaked, actually. I feel like where you peaked is when you met Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that was, tell us about that story. Um, okay, so Kim Kardashian uh, wanted an Expo app built. Uh, and so when I, when I came to Expo, my prior job was as a product designer at a company called Frog Design. And you then I came- Frog? I didn't know that. Uh, you, you know what Frog is? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now called Glitch, but yeah, Frog Design. Yeah, right? I had no fucking idea you worked at Frog. That's great. I had no idea. That's interesting. Oh, okay. sweet. So yeah. wait, how, how do you go from Lego to Frog? Uh, so Frog, similar to kind of Google, they'll have these like events where they'll have someone with a unique job come in and talk about their unique job. Um, and so I was doing that and I was kind of describing how I build my models, which is really like immersing myself in like what a person would want to see. And apparently that has a, a name, it's called the human centered design process. And so when they heard that I just kind of live by that, then they were like, hey, you should come on and do an internship as a designer. And so I came on and did an internship as a designer. And then I was like, oh, I can also program. But I, I didn't like interact with too many people. So I wasn't sure like where my programming skills ranked up. So I didn't really talk about it much. And uh, apparently I was like, okay enough at it for them to hire me so then I, I kept working there for two and a half years before i found expo huh dude so you were like 18 at the time 16 to 18 at the time what uh 17 wow yeah i was actually the first child they ever hired they had to like change some rules apparently to hire me. <laughs> first child hire the first child oh wow my gosh. Amazing. so I, I have to know when you met kim kardashian did you also meet kanye no i no Unfortunately, never not. met Kanye. I've met Kanye, but you have not met Kanye. Oh yeah, you did at your like rap battle thing. That's right. He was a judge at a beat battle. Don't belittle him. Don't belittle. Don't belittle, belittle Kenneth. No, it was awesome. I like how I remember the rap battle picture, but I don't remember the Robert Downey Jr. thing too. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. <laughs> you know, it is what De it is. Defending my co-host. Yeah. So I, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Evan's mom. <laughs> who is my friend. I'm friends oh with Evan's mom. Oh my God. And she was God. recently injured. This is in serious. A, in a hiking accident. So I'm just sending some love right now. Yeah. Some some very non-sexual platonic love. Dude. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to fuck with you, dog. I'm really friends <laughs> with your mom. Dude, she likes like pictures of my shit kids and shit. Like I think that's a real shame that she hurt her ankle. And I'm just yeah. I'm just giving a shout out to Evan's. She's a nice lady. She's a very nice lady. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. People have come on this podcast and I've said bad things about their mother, but I like your mom. She's cool. She's very nice. Homeschooled me. So. She was the one who hold, homeschooled you. So she's essentially the one who's responsible for this. So is she really good at Only if it goes well. If it doesn't go well, then she'll be like, I'd like oh, to think it's going well, dude. You're a pretty bright kid. You go with sick shit. I, I think, you know, it's a fine job. It is indeed. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you're looking forward to cutting out all the curse words because my mom does not care for obscenities. Uh, we're going to get back to that. Just earmuff it. <laughs> okay, I'll be like, Mom, listen to this podcast between this timestamp and this timestamp. Pretty much. The seven seconds of Evan's mom is a nice lady. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she really is, though. She's so Evan, Evan, speaking of, uh, you know, you, you were homeschooled and, and now you're doing big things. What are you working on right now? Yeah, what's the latest and greatest with Expo? Uh, like side projects or expo stuff or whatever, yeah, man, fucking lay it on me. Um, okay. Well, so with expo, we are just working on making it so that you can build 
like whatever you want one time or just have this very shared code base. So a lot of stuff with the web has just required very advanced tooling. Uh, so Expo Web is built on top of React Native for web, which is what Twitter is written with or the mobile Twitter website. And uh, that has a lot of the components like the primitives, things like view image text. But then there are a lot of other things that are required just for integrating it fully with the React Native ecosystem and the Expo ecosystem. So I just built this just preset, which lets you test iOS, Android, web, and Node at the same time. So you can run SSR on all your code and see if it is compliant. Uh, same with like a, a very advanced Babel preset. There we and, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good so, boy. So, I mean, last time I checked, like React Native Web has some gaping fucking holes in it. Have you gone ahead and not only patched those holes, but extended it to support a lot of the Expo APIs? Yeah, yeah. So I've just been going through and, like you said, filling all those holes. Things like the camera API. Currently, I'm working on the Maps API, which is very big. Uh, we just landed the Gesture Handler API. We say why? No, I said quite, quite big oh. job for the map view. That's that's huge, man. I remember before there was a map view, my first React Native app at like an enterprise company, um, they wanted a map view. And it was like when they deprecated the map view in React Native, but like React Native Maps wasn't quite there yet. So right. I manually bridge the map view because they wanted like custom markers and shit. And that wasn't a thing yet. And that was a fucking incredible pain in the ass. That sounds tragic. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's really kind of a nightmare. And then also Google Maps raised their pricing maybe a year or two back. So it's like they raised it some exponential amount of money. I don't understand that because like Mapbox is like a solid product. And I know they're like, dude, Mapbox, you guys look at that. It's so good. Mapbox is fucking outstanding. Mapbox yeah. is pretty good. It, it doesn't have a lot of the same like shared paradigms just because no. it's made for like big data. Um, and then also the Mapbox company kind of stopped officially supporting the React Native library. So it's actually maintained oh. by a guy who works at Mapbox, but it's it's more of a side project. Dude, the uh, the visualizations that we that we, I've seen done with like, have you seen Uber's like visualization libraries? Like yes. GL, LumaGL, uh, Nebula, the new thing, yeah. ReactViz, and you lay that on top of um, Mapbox? Fire. If you're ever doing Do you, geo shit, it's so Fire dope. indeed. Do you know how it stacks up against like D3 maps? Uh, one of them is built on it, but it's all WebGL based. So it's super oh. performant. Gotcha. Yeah, Everything, is WebGL. Everything is WebGL. Yeah. Uh, so to try and get around this Google Maps thing, what I've done is I've abstracted all of the native logic, so to speak. So then you can say, okay, I want to use this provider. And then it uses a shared set of map primitives. So then you could be like, okay, I want to use Leaflet as the default provider or Google Maps or soon Apple's Web Maps library. And that way, like, if you want to build your map, you could build it with Leaflet, which is free. And then later you could switch the whole thing over to Google Maps. And That's then pretty tight. the majority of the primitives would apply across everything. So it's really cool. Or if you hit like a rate limit, you could be like, okay, now I'm not using Google Maps. I'm going to switch over to Leaflet. And then you can just do that automatically. Although you would have to like disable tree shaking and bundle both libraries. So... Speaking of GL, that's kind of your shit. Kind of. Can you tell me a little bit about GL and Expo? Um, well, so actually, the way Expo found me was I made a bunch of video games with Expo, which hadn't really been done before. I was using it at Frog to do like prototyping for UIs. And then I made all these video games. Like the first thing I made was a Minecraft kind of voxel terrain generator, and you could like fly that through it. That was sick. That was fucking awesome. Oh, right. Yeah. That was sick. 
Did did you compete against me in that first contest where I made Duck Hunt with Expo? No. That was yeah. cool too. Why the I fuck wish. did you give me a job? What's up, Charlie? <laughs> um, well, you have to get the Expo <laughs> tattoo. So, like, if you don't have that, then he already oh. has the he always has the, he already has the Palmer no, tattoo. No, you didn't. Next did one, you? Do you actually? No, no, no. Do you? Actually I don't have any there? tattoo now. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was about or, to say, at least oh, not about my mom's yeah. listening. Yeah, it's next to the Charlie Cheever tattoo. Oh my gosh! Like a, a photorealistic picture of Charlie on your forearm. Indeed, yes. So when you shake I people's hands, is his face? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So Charlie, it's I'll do it. Okay, I'll let him know. Okay, <laughs> we're about far enough in where we need to do a drink check. Yeah, I was gonna say. I literally was thinking but before we do that, Kent. Let me get a TP check because that toilet paper that's on your desk. I want to know what it is and what the ply is and what all that. What's all about? Tell me. So about this that is uh, this is largely for jerking off. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's quilted. It's two, two ply, single ply. What's the? Okay. No, it's it's actually worse. Like like, <laughs> I think that's like the worst thing that this is for, right? But the actual use of this toilet paper is far worse than simply jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> I brought this in here. You're articulate I, man. I needed to clean the juice out of my jewel because the oh contact wasn't God. happening. Yeah, so yeah, it it would be generous if this was jerk off toilet paper. No, this is for cleaning vape supplies. Wow. Uh, this is a new look. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Well, dude, if your jewel doesn't fucking work, then you know it doesn't work. All right, well, let's do a real drink check. What uh, what kind of jewel flavors are you using? Did you do like a bacon one for me? Let's do a jewel no, check. How about mango. that? Yeah, a jewel check. Well, yeah. which which one? Which one do you want? I, I don't know. Whatever one you got. Do you have a red, white, and blue one? No, but I have the jewel verine. Oh hell yeah! Okay, neat. Well, that makes up for it. All right. Yeah. Uh, real drink check. Drink check this time. Drink check. Okay, uh, I'll go first. I'm having a Woodford Reserve, uh, and I brought the decanter, which you know I'd m- mentioned previous episodes. So if you're watching this on YouTube, this is the decanter that's in my office. So lovely decanter. Thank you. Woodford Reserve and a decanter. You're at the country club golfing. What a life. I'm drinking Jim Beam out of the <laughs> bottle. Oh yeah, I saw that on your Instagram story. No, that was a different whiskey. I finished. Oh, that was a different bottle. Yeah, that's over with. Okay. Yeah, that was like forty minutes ago. <laughs> it was. That was a Texas single malt. This is bourbon. What are you okay. drinking, Evan? Fucking liquid uh, Adderall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know that since we're uh, you know re-recording the podcast, I figured this time I would uh, I drink water. So. Uh, <laughs> Since it's a two drink minimum, I got Aquafina and I also got Arrowhead. Wow. So, wow. Uh, for anybody who's listening, right, uh, we this is actually a re recording, right? We, we, are, we had already recorded a podcast with Evan, but we were mm-hmm. so fucked up that it got out of control. Unpublishable shit. Lost cast. To be fair, I came into it already sort of having darted. Having what? Having darted, day partied. One word. Oh, oh, oh. Dartied. You can't just drop that kind of obscure slang on us casually like that. Well, okay. I was I was already coming from a day party. And this was an afternoon podcast, late evening. Yeah. And it just was a perfect storm of and I think you had also been day partying too, Ken. So I was. I was. And so and so and we were just not, we were not batting a thousand percent. No, yeah. no. What's and great about the story there. is that I was the only one who was over the top. You guys were totally fine and professional. And I did Maybe. no day partying, no no darting. Perhaps. Yeah, Evan just ate like three cookies and lost his shit. <laughs> yeah. Went ham, went ham. Had like seven Oreos. It was insane. 
Uh. Absolutely insane. So, uh, Evan, let's let's talk more about GL, man. That's hard stuff. Yeah, how did you get into that and learn it? And you're using the prototype, like, but like, right. why, why why GL of all things? Like, why not do it some some other way? So the point of that story was I, I, I built like all these video games, which are built with things like 3JS or Pixie or Phaser on top of GL. And I did very little actual GL, uh, but I am now the GL guy. You know that uh, game where it has like the columns and you hop the disc from the column to the column and it spins? Uh, it sounds like a lot of games. It sounds like the game with the ninja where you like throw the stick and it falls over. It's like one of the two or three games that you have in the app store. You oh, oh, Pillar Valley. Pillar gotcha. Valley. Yeah. Download it on the app store, by the way. What was that? That was 3JS? Yeah, that was 3JS. How long did that run that in the browser? That was actually fucking spectacularly polished. Oh, thanks. Uh, I made that and another game in one night because I was feeling kind of, well, it was a Saturday night. So that's, that's usually what I do. That's insane. What about, how long did it take you to make your, um, the cross the road game what's that game called oh cross the road? road cross your road there uh, you go. I, I believe you mean frog jumping across road clone game right but because there could be some copyright issues there but no, there definitely was some copyright issues they emailed me they were very upset but what's amazing about that is you published a web version with expo oh, yeah. web and that's what i was actually thinking the, that's actually the most performant website i've ever actually interacted with it was incredible bar none Maybe the only thing that was more badass than that from a perf FPS per second, uh, sorry, frames per second perspective would be the first time I tried Flipboard, the mobile thing. The when canvas they re- one? Yeah, the canvas one. That's the only- Wait, 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 wait. But have you played Expo Sunset Cyberspace? No. <laughs> that is next level. So Evan made this, like, it's like a VR, like, fucking 3D thing where you're going through, like, vaporwave land. <laughs> Sounds like a Ken Wheeler fucking wet dream. It was. I played, slightly, I played it extensively. Yeah. Explain, explain what Sunset Cyberspace is, please. Right. So for all you aspiring programmers out there trying to get a job, what you can do is uh, what I did to get my job at Expo was I made this video game about Charlie Cheever, Brent Vanee, all the other Expo uh, people who are now my bosses. And, uh, and I put it out like right before I came out to interview. And that may have swayed the the results of the interview a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's like a it's it's like a infinite runner video game, and it's got uh, a ton of particles on the screen. It has like a bunch of GL shaders running, so like the longer you run, it starts pulsating all these different colors like red and green and purple. And then it has a bunch of music from Newgrounds, which is just like insane. So the whole experience kind of all together is uh, it's very similar to this room that Ken's sitting in right here. It's quite cool. It's all vapor wavy and shit. Yeah, it's it's tight. And then oh, I also used React Native Animatable. So like the intro thing, like it all flies in from like different perspectives when like the logo comes in. You know, uh, it sounds like the most amazing thing. And also a great strategy for 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 interviewing. If you can just build a game with the people that are going to interview you, of course, it'll be fine. Can we all just acknowledge that Jared looks like Quagmire right now? Thank you. you do, yeah. Can you give me a giggity? Giggity, giggity. Nice. <laughs> it's not high-pitched enough. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> giggity goo. Right. Uh, no, no, so I'm going on Yacht Week. So I got my Yacht Week. Tro- so there's one party in Yacht Week. There's multiple parties, but there's one party called Tropical Retro. And so I figured, fuck it, I'll try this shirt on. Where is podcast. Yacht Week? I'm going to Croatia tomorrow. 
Whoa. You're going to Croatian Yacht Week. Yes, that's correct. You know what I'm doing tomorrow? Not going to Croatian Yacht Week? I'm going to make my kids chicken nuggets. <laughs> Dinosaur chicken nuggets or bell? fucking jerk off a couple times. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Just the next podcast, it's an empty roll. I'm not going to Croatian Yacht Week, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's going to be a good time. What happens at Croatian Yacht Week? Do you guys like write suspense code and stuff? Dude, you're not allowed to talk about what happens at Croatian Yacht Week. We, we are probably not going to write more suspense code. Oh, okay. Uh, just a hunch. We might. Who knows? I don't know. Could so be probably be fun. Programmers. But, um, you know, follow me on Instagram and maybe you'll see. Oh, right. What's your Instagram? Jared Palmer. Nice. Creative, right? Jared, what's it like being in the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they don't let Jews in the Illuminati. They really don't. <laughs> is that like an Anglo thing only? <laughs> Probably, if it is, if, if, if it exists, it definitely would be. Well, they definitely <laughs> wouldn't let my Irish ass in. <laughs> oh. Ted, so, how are you been, man? I've been doing good, man. I've fucking, you know, uh, been real busy at work. Um, it's been real servery lately. Oh, you told me about you were writing some Node.js shit? Yeah, yeah. Yo, what is the wackest, wackest API? Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's like um, you right, know, like, interacting with databases that you didn't make is something else. In an un- in in a in a dynamically typed language that's asynchronous by default. Well, you know, it's like if you made the database, it's not so bad because you made the database, right? Yeah, but you didn't decide what the shit was named, so you're just like. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't decide said schema then you know you kind of have like this, is like, it a fucking... custom thing or are you working in like oracle like is it an oracle it's, thing it's, or... it's 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 you can't talk it's, about it's, it it's not expandable fun but um but it's when, not when, it's when... not fun <clears throat> yeah when you're riding somebody else's skateboard the trucks are too tight yeah there you go you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying i, I don't know so <clears throat> that's because cool, you I fucking think. didn't skateboard you didn't skateboard yeah. dude okay no. so when you have a skateboard the wheels attached to the trucks which attach to the board but you have to loosen, depending on, you ever played Tony Hawk, dude? You got to set the truck level loose. So like the fucking things turning. that hold the wheels that are attached to the board, right? Those are oh, the trucks. Oh, right, yeah. Like there's, like a very, there's like a very specific like tension that everyone enjoys. Some people like them loose, some people like them tight, right? Oh, and you get okay. used to skating like that. So if you take somebody else's board, right, very often the trucks are not at your liking. So it's like shit that you might be able to do on your board, you might not be able to do on theirs. Like if you're going faster, you want them tighter. If you like to go fast, you want to do shit like that, you're going to tighter. If you want them to go... Like you tend to go slower, looser. If you're just trying to land some fucking dank ass flat ground tray flips. You want them looser. Yeah. Is that what hang loose is? No, no, that's, that's some surf term. Board, yeah. Oh, okay. I think yeah. you're thinking of hang ten. Ten, yeah, and that's when you oh, put like that's a ten, ten, ten toes, and you put them at the top of the board. So, so Evan, did you know that we have sponsors? Oh, oh, I didn't know. We do, we do, and our sponsor is G2I. <gasps> so we're gonna take a little sponsor break, and I'm gonna tell you for a second about G2I, right? Tell it. I actually know all about G2I, they're the greatest. Okay, well, there you have it. There's fucking in but you know, for the folks who haven't heard of G2I, right? If you're building a new product, right? G2I is a company that uh, can help you find a developer uh, who can build it. So what it is, it's, it's a hiring platform run by engineers that matches you with engineers that write uh, React, React Native, get them, Evan. Oh yeah. And Expo. They've got Expo developers. Yeah. And, um, you know, whether you're a new company or you're an established, like larger company that just wants some help, um, they have the talent that you need to accomplish your goals. 
And if you want to check their shit out, you should go to undefined.fm forward slash G2I to learn about what's going on. I'm going to say that again because you have to go to that. Don't just fucking go to G2I.com. Yeah, it doesn't help us. You need to go to the link that oh, Ken's about to say. Us if you go to G2I.com. You, you want to support to to- the podcast, you need to go to the link. Right? You have to go to undefined.fm forward slash G2I. And uh, you can see what they're all about, right? And in, in, in my experience, they're, uh, they have experienced engineers. They can fit your budget. And they're generally a nice, a nice bunch of folks. Right, they know how development works, and they can hook you up with somebody who can handle business. Yeah, they're super reasonable. I think also you can, if you're like looking for a job, you should look at G2I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you fucking also, if you just want to support the show, click on the link and sign. Oh yeah, also that. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you just want to support your boys, but you know, if you're in the market and you have fucking skills yeah. and you want to yeah. get your thing on, right? Speaking it's, of it's, skills, it's just about- making that connection. Yeah, how about uh, uh, our boy Natty, Natty Ice, fucking throwing out the 900k last week on Twitter? Yeah, but do you know? So can I weigh in on that for a second? I would love for you to weigh on on the developer pay and salary increase. Over do you have time. any idea what the fuck you have to do for that? Yeah, I do actually. I do actually. So let's 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 be clear here. So 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 so. Nader talked about the $900,000 offer from Bridgewater. And I've actually interviewed at Bridgewater, not for a developer gig, but actually to be a designer. Oh, Nader. Yeah. yeah. Natty Ice. Natty Ice. That's who, that's who Nader is. So Nader yeah, is a, a developer advocate at AWS, Amplify, and on the mobile team. And he tweeted, you know, Nader used to be a consultant, and he tweeted a little bit about making $400,000 or $900,000 a year as a developer and the reality is that there are about and i would i'm going to say this humbly no more than 40 people in the world that can that are actually qualified for that job at bridgewater and like maybe yeah. and, and I, i'm not even kidding that and even of those 40 potentially only 10 of them could pass the bridgewater interview test um which is remarkably challenging not only about it's not about first of all bridgewater is a special company yeah and then about five of them would actually want to do it Right, so that maybe even less. So Bridgewater, if you're not familiar, is the largest hedge fund in the world. Okay, uh, it's run by Ray Dalio, one of the greatest investors of all time. They have a very strange—I won't say strange—special um, culture there, where they're about, all about this thing called radical transparency, where basically they just like say shit to your face and keep it real 100% of the time, even if it's like so, what would be considered socially awkward. And the goal is to like limit office politics. Anyway, not only that, they raid each other. They do. So they have, after every meeting, first of all, every single meeting at the company is filmed and then viewable on, on their platform. So you can view every meeting in like the video of it and the recordings of it. And then after the meetings, they all rate each other in these, they call them baseball cards. And they say, oh, this person was, you know, you know, prepared, not prepared, is reliable, is not reliable. Every single like personality metric you can imagine, they rate each other on constantly. And then then, and then, and then they, so basically you have to opt into all this. And then also when you go to interview there, you take a Myers-Briggs test, you take a, like the equivalent of like this like weird SAT thing. You take like two other personality tests that I forget the name of. And then you go in for the interviews, which they film. And so and they record your ass in the car on the way there. Yep. And on the way back to the airport or wherever they're sending you. <laughs> but well, there's but, like said, rating. But if you like can do all I that, mean, I, like, you know, like right now it sounds kind of wild, right? But have, have either of you guys read Principles? Yeah. Ray Dalio's Principles is one of the most brilliant management books ever. Like, 
he's not like you know like from 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 externally right it sounds a little culty it sounds a little crazy and you know it would be like you'd, you'd have to dive in head first my uh my, my family friend was the uh was she wasn't the chief legal counsel but she was very she was doing some consulting for them uh, in their hr department and was like way high ups talking to ray and stuff and um she said the culture is very challenging uh, yeah it's like it's not the kind of place that you can just tip it you know what i mean like no you're all in and what's like, yeah he's not wrong about a lot of this shit no like look uh, like the, the the quest for objective reality is a very noble one right and that's what they're going for with this whole idea of radical transparency they're going for like what and, and they're they're in they're they're investors right so when they're doing like global macro investing they would like to be straight up and real with each other right and, and there's no out time what, for bullshit no time for bullshit at all zero tolerance for bullshit right when money's in the line and i respect the fuck out of that to, to be honest the only thing that I always questioned going through the process of interviewing there was like, is this actually objective reality or is it his objective reality? And this are all like just effectively sick. I think it's objective reality because I think if you subscribe to his, then you'd be in direct violation of the principles. I understand. But I mean, even still, there's still a hierarchy of command in the company and what dictates objective reality, what dictates what is objective in quotes, putting quotes, uh, uh, at Bridgewater, I'm just always wondering if this is office politics, but it's modeled in a fucked up weird way. I don't think so. I mean, for at least from what I understand, like a secretary can totally tell him to fuck off objectively. Absolutely. But, 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 but. That's it's always it like, the, like. The, 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 the perceived hierarchy is always hanging over it, though. You're That's right. my point. That's, this is my point. Is that does the perceived hierarchy still instill office politics? It's just maybe a different level and maybe not as severe, but do they still exist? That was my only question. And I don't I think know. So. I, I think worked. subconsciously it's still there. It has to be, right? Because that's be. how humans, humans work. But the idea is to limit the, its, its influence, which I think is a very noble cause. But back to back the whole Natter's whole thing, right? Like these, wait, 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 these, these positions. Now, are these like what 10x developers are? No, no, these positions are for a handful of engineers and talented individuals that are honestly worth that much to a company. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the whole thing with a lot of these finance companies right now is they're looking for the top of the game, right? They're not looking for average people to go in. They're not going to pay an average developer like $500,000 or $900,000. They are looking to take, they need, they need that compensation. They want to steal rock stars from Fang. Exactly. And they want to take, that's what that's all about. Tell them, Ken. Tell them. Like that's is. really all it is, right? Because like, you know, you have a lot of people and like a lot of people who are like, uh, you know, accomplished or known or et cetera. Right. Like the, the, the next step in their career from, you know, uh, you know, fuck Mart, whatever they're, they're going to, they're going to go to one of these fang companies. Right. Which is great. Right. And like, honestly, like the low end of that, like the 400,000, that is not even remotely uncommon in Fangland, Right. If you're, you know, if, if you're, you're Netflix a, or if you're fucking, you know, Google with the options with auto sell engineering manager, you're in the 400 range with stock options. No doubt. Yeah. It's, it's not, that's not super uncommon at all. But, um, you know, I think a lot of these companies out there are starting to realize that. Right. And like, they actually do have the capital to compete. So they're willing to put that on the line to take the best of the best from them. And but that's what but, that's about. But I mean, I don't think that fucking, you know, Johnny B JavaScript can fucking just come in and, and I think it's disingenuous yeah. to say that that's out there for the majority of, let's say, developers. Yeah, it is, oh, no, it's a very it really is. It's 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 an offer that's available to the top one percent of maybe even less developers that there truly are stealing 
from Fang that or worked at Fang and they're trying to lure into finance. Yeah. I feel like those Which kinds of fucking brilliant. If you really ask me. Go for throw many the problem. Though, like I'm gonna do all these crazy ass jump through all these hoops type interviews. You'd be surprised what you do. You'd be surprised what you do for 900k, and you'd be surprised what you do. I mean, for... I built a video game to come to Expo. So true. Well, I mean, also like like I I think what's important and and also um you know I guess it's a little bit of a, a personal interlude is that uh, you know I obviously I went into finance right and you know it wasn't just money uh, a lot of these people are kind of fucking tired of of tech conventional tech right which is a different place than a lot of them started it's um it's just a different thing these days and. I don't particularly care for it. Don't so, with the hoopla. I, I think getting out of it was nice, to be honest. And I, I think a lot of people are doing that. I think a lot of people are saying like, hey, this place pays the same without all the bullshit. I can just go somewhere and fucking have a job and work at it and leave. And there's value in that. Dude, it's real. It's real. Look, it's, it's it fucking hang glide Thursdays, right? Like how right. many times are you going to do that? um never probably the reality of the matter is is that everyone does have some sort of price and also everybody's maybe t working conditions and the whole like startup feel and the the whole glory days of this are, are insane i was just talking to some big tech company today actually and one of their engineers said he really wanted to move to new york out of sf and then they eventually <laughs> Uh, it, got, it got got the other engineers in this team, and this is at a Fang company. Also, wanted to move to New York, and so they're moving the whole fucking team to New York because nobody wants to be in SF anymore. And I know that's yeah, not it like sucks here. Yeah, no one wants to be in SF anymore. Everybody's moving Why to New York. Why would you want to be in SF? Because there's Expo no reason is here. Because yeah, but I mean, there's I mean, just some developers who are like really talented who don't want to leave here and got to be around them and work like it's super cool that I get to work with some of the developers I get to work with. Like I, I, I do not even belong in the same room with some of them. And if I did not live here, I, I would not ever see them. Word. Yeah, Outside of that though, it's just like Minecraft that weekends. That will never work with you because they're not willing to move to San Francisco. Well, I mean those, you know, internet, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the developers I, I work with out here don't use Twitter. Like, they're just never on the internet. A lot of them like kind of shun that. I know you're on the you're on the Instagram coding thing, aren't you? But I mean, if you think about it, right? Like think about like yeah. like all developers in the world that are talented, and then San Francisco, right? Like there's obviously some people that are super good that are just like just untapped because they're not willing to move to fucking dickhead Mecca. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I moved here from out. Texas. That's probably a bad thing. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's move I, on. To, I think it's uh, agreeable. I mean, I live here. It's not a great place. Let's uh, let's move on to picks. Oh, picks, picks, picks. Every week, we give our favorite shout-outs to products, things, libraries, tools. Do you want me to go first? I do. I will. All right. So my motherfucking pick this week is Mango White Claw. Yo, oh, that's right. a seltzer Dude, shit. That's the a claw seltzer yet. shit. Ain't no law when you're drinking the claw, chief. Yo, this, was that the shit that I sent you? I don't know. I sent you some hard seltzer. Was that the picture that I sent you that one time? I think you sent me truly. That shit was fire too. 
Okay, so I was talking to some beer distributor the other day or somebody who's in the beverage business and I read, I don't know, it was on Bloomberg, I saw an article that like hard seltzer is on pace to outsell all beer in the next like quarter or two quarters or some shit. It's so good. It's water that gets you fucked up. Pretty much. It's so good. It's so Especially, good. Especially like you don't feel bloated and shit. And no car- no, it's not carbs, right? So No, no, it's like reasonably healthy and it's it tastes like mangoes. And I mean, it just pluses all around. Pluses all around. It's a so plus fun. plus. So funny story, dude. I, I go and I like, I went on Instagram and I've been like repping the claws. For like you have a been now. a lot. I was surprised that it wasn't your drink today. Yeah, no, no. So here, get this, right? So after repping the claws for a week, I go to my local liquor distributor and walk in. The whole fucking claw shelf is empty. No. I'm like, what are the fuck? <laughs> The only one that they had was the one that they had was they had fucking white claw pure, which is like the, it was like the seltzer that tastes like water that's actually alcoholic. Oh, that's like that's that's gotta be like the the plain yogurt. Like you know, like it's not vanilla, it's plain. It's Back like in my day we called disgusting. it vodka. Right, exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, I, so I'm waiting for mango to come back in, dude. I've been fucking wrong. So I, I went back to whiskey and it's been okay, but it's, it's no mango white claw. I'll tell you that no much. Mango white claw. All right. Good pick. You're good. up, dog. All right. So I'm going to put up. Uh, so I did a lot of shopping this week for Yacht Week for my trip. And um, I got two shout outs. One, Uniqlo. Uniqlo fucks. Uniqlo does fuck. Uniqlo fucks. Um, Basics? Also- Where did you go? Where did you get daring? No, I own basics. I'm not okay. trying to get some like anime t-shirt. But... Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, well, that's what I get. I mean, phenomenal, that. phenomenal basics though. Wait, wait they yeah, had like some... good clothes at reasonable prices. So I, just, the, 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 I found these like pretty sweet pants that um, are an upgrade. For... So I have these pair of like seven jeans that are very stretchy. Have you ever shown any these? Like very stretchy. Did you buy yoga pants? No, no, no. There's just the, there's these sevens. Like some uh, No, I'm, all, like, I'm, I'm fat. I only buy stretchy jeans. You're like, my ass looks so good. They fucking stretch, dude. They stretch. I call it like four inches. They're like very stretchy material. Yeah. But the problem with the sevens is that uh, over time, like around where the button is, it sort of droops around the crotch area because the stretch material kind of like, again, stretches out over time. But on these fucking Uniqlo, um, like chinos or whatever, they've got an inner drawstring inside of the what brilliant so it's like stays up taut around your waist like like pajamas kind of pretty much like pajamas that look like jeans put it that way so that's my pick number one pick number two so at this uh during yacht week there are two parties one of them is like look as flashy as you can party but there's another party that's themed tropical retro and which one are you going to i honestly can't tell i'm going to both but this (laughs) tropical retro candidate candidate for my oh, travel yes. retro shirt. I'm not sure I was trying it out for the podcast. But I also discovered while I was at Bloomingdale's the other day, uh, Ted Baker, yo. Ted oh, Baker's dude. sick, dude. Have you so seen the, in, the interior patterns on those fucking things? Uh, yeah, and they're amazing. And it's so I got, control. I got two Ted Baker size four um, uh, short sleeve button downs that are fucking amazing. And they did, did, did you know that Ted Baker doesn't fit me? Why not? I've tried on like X, X, X. Oh, and like the six. Head oh, yeah. six. It's and made for my, people my like arms, me. Like, my arms don't fit yeah. in the sleeve. No, oh, yeah, no. It's, it's made for these arms. It's specifically the, the sleeves are very tight. Yeah. Like my arm, this, this, this arm right here. Look at, because that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. This, do you see this? Ken? Ken, what are you doing? What do you do? Buy, do you buys every day, man? 
I, I just do everything. It just happens. But like, you know, like I could fit, wheel like, out like, all that claw. I could fit like chest wise in like a large, yeah. but like I, I tried sizing up two sizes and my arms still don't fit. So I, I get Bugacci's instead. Oh man. I tried on a Sandro, like, um, Bugacci really the like, name of the clothing. Yeah. Bugacci's absolutely. <laughs> Bugacci's like those silk shirts that guys that fucking fuck your cousins wear. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, well said. For listeners, so. well said well said well said you know exactly what i'm talking about jared i know exactly i literally know exactly the guy i've seen him at the club yeah yeah the kind of guy that like shaves his sideburns kind of thin yeah real thin comes to a point mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very soft real italian has yeah. an acura with ground effects <laughs> acura nsx <laughs> wears aqua to geo and drinks vodka sodas exclusively uh, anyway, so Evan, tell us your picks for the week. Right. Okay, I got two. So one is uh, Brent Vatney. He just gave a talk at Chain React Comp about Expo, and more importantly, like kind of how we plan on making money, which is a very big question that people are curious about all the I time. Did, I, I did ask Brent that last, and I was like, "So how are y'all motherfuckers trying to make money?" And yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah. So, right. So I imagine that talk will be out by the time this podcast comes out. So it's it's very good, and it's Brent, so he's funny. Uh, on the, the podcast, other, Brent is yeah. funny. He's, Brent yeah, is he's great. super funny. Also a good runner. Uh, he also has his dog has an Instagram account. So if you want to follow like a, I'm just I'm gonna end the joke there. Uh, and <laughs> then also Steam, like Valve just made a uh, an Expo kit app with uh, with Expo. It's called Steam Chat. I highly recommend you check it out if you use Steam. And uh, yeah, give it some ratings in the App Store. All right, give us an Evan only pick though. Oh, an Evan only pick. Yeah, not 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 a corporate pick. What? No, no, those were. I mean, I am only okay. Whatever. Let me think. Uh, I really like following Ken Wheeler on Instagram lately. Ken, is your Instagram public? Like, do you want people to follow you or no? I want everyone to follow me, dude. It's it's the Ken Wheeler. It's okay, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't Great sure pick. because there's Great family stuff. Pick. You know, it's I, good. I, I've thought about exclusively switching to Instagram. I'm tired of Twitter. It's Ken, should we just fire. dip? Should Honestly, we just dip yeah. on Twitter, dude, and just like become Insta famous and just? I've kind of stopped using Twitter because Instagram is like so much less hostile. Instagram's so much better. Everyone's so laid back. But no one can comment. No one can say shit. shit, dude. No one can say anything. Well, they could, but it's so confrontational. And it's they're not going to so get any, confrontational. And, and and you know what? Their fucking mob isn't there to help them. That's right, true. that's true. The ephemeral the content is really good. Communist mob isn't there to fucking back him up. Oh, I just want to like crazy. post stories all the time. Just now it's gone. Wait, so that so that Instagram pic and also Twitter pic that I shared of myself this week, which was like again, you know, pretty pretty good these pictures. Jared had probably the most photogenic picture I've ever seen in my entire life. And before <laughs> before we wrap up, I just want to talk about that for a second. How did you take that picture? Did you facetune that? Wait, I gotta tell you this story. All right, so that picture is a great picture of me, a phenomenal picture of me. But then I made it 10x better. And you want to know how I did it 10x better, dude? How did you do it? I hit the fucking face app shit. I hit the Hollywood oh, fucking yeah. thing. And I fucking hit the... No way. And then I, and then I fucking... And then I fucking... And then I fucking um, went to the smile thing. And I corrected the smile to be like... Uh, like whatever like the normal smile is. And it looked fire. And what's really funny is the one that's actually on my Instagram is the, is the normal one. But then when I went to go to Twitter, I also like enhanced the photo because I forgot to enhance the photo. Like, you know, you tap the little thing on, on, on iOS and it goes enhance. So like the one I posted on Instagram was like totally, that's the real photo. 
And then sure. the one I shared to Twitter is like the fucking face face app to like fucking perfect one. And I got to say, dude, it fucking worked. So like you took this picture and you've obviously set that for your hinge and your bubble and all that shit, right? Oh, 1,000%. Okay, and so it's me, working phenomenally uh, we're, we're well. We're talking about the, the face app one, right? The face app one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what is your engagement metrics looking like post setting that? So it's hard to say because just overall across the board since I started memeing, like engagement across the Jared, the Jared Palmer. No, 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 like, no, I'm, I'm talking about and, Hinge and oh, 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 just in the dating apps. Yeah. Oh, it's increased. It's like a categorically increased. Like through the roof. Yeah. So basically what I did was, and I encourage you all to do this, pro tip, go into like all <laughs> your like fish. dating app fucking photos, throw them into face app, correct the smiles, fucking fix your hair, fix your shit, throw in the Hollywood or Hollywood 2 filter and like fucking repost them and even what's really interesting is that even photos that were like close but no cigar you can like fucking tweak now and make them dope yeah but then what happens when they meet you in real life and you look like fucking gilbert godfrey well (laughs) well you know what (laughs) that's why we have a podcast so we don't video it oh wait oh wait we do all that you're like hey here's a little bit of vodka relax (laughs) yeah it's just vodka vision yeah i don't know first of all like for the record, neither of you motherfuckers knew I face after that. So there you go. And no, you I didn't. Know me. No, no, I didn't. And you no, guys it, know me. No, honestly, it wasn't that big of a difference. It really isn't a difference at all. It's just it was, like it was just a great picture in general. It was a great picture. It was a great picture in general to begin with, and it just made it like what it did was actually the face app thing that the 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 thing that it did was it basically grew my beard out a little bit longer. That's literally the only difference. Yeah, like, and it, it adds like special lighting a little bit. Does like a little bit of shadow enhancement. Just, exactly. So shadow enhancement adds like, but like it's not like I can't grow that beard. Touch. No, that was the. It was already a portrait photo, so that was like pretty much already oh, there. Gotcha. It was actually yeah, like a really sick sunset too. Wow. Oh, crazy sunset! So the combination of all the around beard, money, really money. So, anyways, that was a secret to it. But what's interesting, if we talk about like one, now the Russians got me. Two, um, <laughs> and they're just jerking off. Well, that's true too. They're like, oh my God, that's the best photo ever. And then also what's interesting about that too is, is that everybody face apps, everybody's going to face app everything now. And it's not going to be called face app. The next thing that's better than it, like, you know, what's great about the face app experience versus the face tune experience. Face tunes, like a very active, you got to like fucking pick your finger and blur and do all this shit. Yeah, fuck, what, fucking dude, do that. Like it's, it wouldn't be fair. Like I'm not like a very photogenic dude. So it wouldn't really work for me. Like, look, like right here. Yeah. And then look here. Right. And then look here. Right, it's all skin. Yeah, it's just it's oh, yeah. all it's all like. like I gotta ask myself real quick. I don't have like a lot of like neck difference to head. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't pick the AI hasn't been trained. Yeah, I mean you know they're not used to thick boys. I feel you. Well, apparently they they they, they it worked. They they trained it for like Ashkenazi Jews because that shit slapped. <laughs> When you when well, you're when you're 34 and Irish, your entire body is just like border radius four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like <laughs> Ken. I will on your next at your next conference. I need you to wear like a border radius four shirt. <laughs> border radius four, stroke width two. No, no, border no, with no, two. No. Stroke with is like six, but I digress. <laughs> border radius four, stroke, like fill color white. Is mango That's one me. of the built-in CSS colors? Am I, am I SVG now? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you're SVG. We moved you to SVG. 
Phil color white, stroke white, <laughs> stroke quit <laughs> six. Foreshadowing. Fucking padding five. Yo, speaking of SVG, sorry we're rolling on this podcast, but I did some shit this past week with Framer Motion, and holy fuck. Really? Dude. You got an invite? So Framer, no, no, Framer Motion is just the, um, okay, I don't know what happened. They, like, had a bad graphic and a bad tweet. They, like, launched this thing, like, not so well. They launched this library, Framer Motion, which is the motion library that actually powers all of Framer X or whatever. But it's the spiritual successor to Pop Motion, like the really? animation what? library. The yeah, they like just botched. I don't know. I don't know. I cone. Does I was talking to. Does he work for them now? Yeah, he, he works for Cody Royce Framer now. The guy with the pop motion. Get the fuck guy. out of here. Yo, so he released this new thing, which is basically, you know, like React Spring. It's like some of that API, yeah. but they like fixed it. And they also have like um, uh, like an animated, animated dot blank, uh, animated dot div, animated dot whatever, but it's called like motion dot SVG, motion dot div, motion dot whatever, API 2. And it's got like hover states and tap states and there's also this like automatic flip thing which is fucking dope so you've got a list and you want to like animate the deletion of, a, of an item in a list you just roll like throw that shit on like you throw this thing called animated um animation presence or animated presence around it and it just magically disappears and it does the flip animation like all for you That's it's sick. amazing so it's and, basically um, flash yeah, yeah no it's 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 like og framer slash rat what's flash? flash wow Get the fuck off of this podcast. All right, we're going to have to end the podcast on that note. Um, hey, hey, Evan, have you ever shit. used Visual Basic? No. <laughs> I was listening to the some of you guys' podcast before I got on this one, and you guys were, like, freaking out when Brent said Visual Basic. So I was, I had to do some Googling, figure out what that was. It's okay. You were born in, like, 19, 2001, right, or something? Yeah, 97. 97. <laughs> so, so that big L freestyle – you were in a crib listening to that? Yes. Uh, probably. That's probably what I was conceived to. You're ask, ask Beavis. I get nothing but head. <laughs> okay, neat. Oh, I'm going to Vegas for the first time uh, this week. You haven't been? No. Oh, man, that's a good time. Who are you going with? Uh, I'm going with uh, James, the other co-founder of Expo. I'd. James is lit. That's my James, boy. Yeah, James E-Day. E-Day? Yeah. Tell, tell James I say hello. Day. Yeah, James is my best. Yeah, he's he's dope. Do you want to guess what I'm doing in Vegas? Not partying? Probably not partying. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a Super Smash Bros. tournament going on. I'm so excited. <laughs> be fucking wild. We're just renting out like a hotel room and we're going to play Smash Bros. all night long. And then I'm flying back. Yeah, Man, I can't recommend enough that you like go and drink somewhere <laughs> <laughs> go to like the Bellagio and like I just gotta ask like well I'm not getting that that's just like an outrageous statement you're gonna go to Vegas and play in a Super Smash Bros contest I hope I never go back to Vegas I hope this is the last time just first and last uh, I mean it couldn't top that like Jared should we fly there and fucking abduct him yes <laughs> we'll stay at the win and he'll stay wherever he's staying and we'll ball we, we have the resources we could do that when do you go to Yacht Week I go so tomorrow I come back August 4th ah shit we could pick him up. We could have van kidnapped him. <laughs> no, this is perfect. This follows up my Amsterdam trip where I, I just went out and wrote suspense code. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You guys see the new suspense API changes that they're making? No. Oh, man. I'm not going to get into it, but there's some changes. I don't care until it's fucking released. 
Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I've been using suspense for a year in production and just, you know, they're going to change it. You uh, knew this would happen, motherfucker. You knew this would happen. I know, but they lied to me. Dan- Danny said it. Danny said it. <laughs> they lied to me, Ken. They made me go up on stage at ReactConf and say, it'll be ready in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, I did it the year prior, so don't feel yeah. bad. I know. I, know. I submitted my ReactConf <laughs> talk, though. A couple talks. Three talks. Three talks. Really? Yeah. I actually want to stop doing talks as much. Why? I don't know. It's a lot. It is I a just, lot. I just did a pretty sick talk where, you know, in London where I like built Auto-Tune into the browser with Wild. I watched that. That was pretty tight, dude. And that was cool, but that was like a lot of work. And then it's like a lot of travel and my wife gets all pissed off. And then like I'm busy with work. So it's just like, I'm going to pick and choose. It's going to be like places I feel like going. Like if they're like, hey, we're going to have like fucking beach Italy conf then I'll go. But Yeah, I had to have a conversation with the powers that be about my conference talk schedule because I got invited to like a bunch of conferences in October. And it's like one a week basically. And, you know, they're not paying. so. It's like a lot of shit to do if you're not going to pay. And if I'm not the keynote, like it's not really worth going. If you really do get me. quite busy with the shit. And like right now I'm trying to focus on becoming handsome again. So you're handsome though. No, no. But like, I want like an eight pack. And then like once, once I'm like skinny, I'm going to grow hair and shit. So where are you going to grow hair? I'm going to grow. I have hair on top of my head. It's all there. Look, it's all there. Maybe I just shave it off. But like, you can face half it back on. If I grow it yeah. back, have you yeah, ever yeah, seen? Yeah, yeah. Do you, you don't even go that far. But like, have you ever seen the picture of like Johnny Ive in like the nineties? You ever see when he's like, "Can a computer be sexy?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, yes, it can." <laughs> I'm just saying, if I grow hair all husky, I'm gonna look like 1995 Johnny Ive. And I, yo, he I left Apple. He left Apple. Good. Yeah. No. Seriously. Good riddance. Good. What, you're not a fan. Oh I'm man, the biggest I, Apple fanboy ever. Which looks like every other iPhone. It's so cool. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. All right, gents, we got to wrap it up. But uh, so you guys not do memes anymore? Uh, we could do memes. We could do a meme segment. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for dragging it on. No, it's not a big deal. I just, I just, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of won the whole meme thing, and now yeah, it's not fun to talk yeah, about anymore. Yeah, oh, you won. He's kind, of the, he's kind of the meme lord now, so it's. I just. You like, haven't posted a, a good one in a while. I don't think. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Fucking harsh shade. Jesus. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been using Twitter at all. So I, uh, I'll sounds say like that Evan's got one lined up. Sounds like you got some shit to, to throw my way. Evan, meme of the week, throw it out. What I meant by that was I haven't checked out your Twitter in a while. Oh, it sounds uh, like you had it though. I don't know. I don't understand what, what uh, you're talking No, about. no. So I, there's this new Instagram account. It's kind of funny. Kinda. It's called Cute Tech Boys. Really uh, cream of the crop. So for those of you who don't know, there, and I don't run this account, by the way, there's like this kind of Instagram cult of guys who just take pictures looking cute with their laptops and they're like coders. So this Instagram account just kind of reposts that. And uh, Weren't you reposted by that account like recently? Yeah, I know. As soon as I found it, I was like, I got to be on this. So I posted like a bunch of photos trying to get on it. and uh, But they don't have any like serious. It was just on the story. But like but it's very guys, amusing. None of these guys are cute. None of these guys. Yeah, are cute. no, they're not. That's yeah, it's part of the meme part. Dude, I just got a text message from Peter saying, "Did you really record the episode with Heaven without me?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> savage. Ouch. All right, you ready for my meme of the week? Yeah. Look, dude, I, I came across this. It's clear. Oh yeah. Water. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. 
So good. That's so mint. So good. How about you, Meme Lord? What's your meme of the week? Uh, so I posted one today of, so I have this Google app that's like an IPython notebook, notebook for Google Drive. And I went into the settings of it and found and like went to the miscellaneous side of the settings. And I found like power mode, kitty mode, and corgi mode. And I turned them all on. And it's an IPython notebook or like Python notebook, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I don't even write Python, so Python notebook. And um, as you type, it does like power mode. And if you type consistently fast, it like shows up a combo number on the bottom right and then does like the explosions and their cats and fucking corgis in your google doc <laughs> so i wrote it's, so so i wrote i wrote i wrote when your team gets assigned a 10x engineer <laughs> nice uh so that was that was that was one for the day and then for the week uh let's see what i had this week that was good oh you can't do yeah. your own memes i can't do my own memes all right i won't do my own memes i'll go to mark's memes because mark memes is pretty funny Mark has good memes. Mark's got good memes. Okay. So let's get a Mark meme here. Oh, wait. There was one that was fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> he's got the two pictures of, 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 of like Ryan Gosling, and one of them is like face app. And he goes, the, the one that's like young and gorgeous is like people who write JavaScript. And the one that's like old and it's like people who write TypeScript. <laughs> That's a good one. I like. That. And then I like the other one when it's like uh, when JavaScript developers get mocked on Twitter, and it's like Woody Harrelson like wiping his face with money, like wiping his tears. It's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, so Evan, how can people find you on the internet? Oh, Bacon Bricks B R I X on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Evan Bacon on GitHub. It's about it. I'm mostly on. Oh, oh, and the Expo YouTube channel. You gotta check that out. It's pretty good pretty good stuff uh yeah i make videos about how to use programming things and i put them on there and uh as you probably can tell from this podcast i'm not very like articulately skilled so i edit the hell out of them and there's like a jump cut every two seconds i i'm, I'm quite amused by the outcome where can the ladies find you evan oh minecraftusersmeet.com oh uh. <laughs> yeah you know what it is i'm on that 1.14 update Oh yeah. my God! You know what's really funny? Are you a Bumble Man? Are you a um... Bedrock Edition? Yeah. A what? <laughs> That's the version of Minecraft. There's the Java Edition Bedrock. The Minecraft. Uh, what about yeah. what about you, Jared? You're a Hinge Man, right? Uh, Hinge, Bumble, Raya. Raya is a good one. You're not on Raya. Raya. Really? Yeah. You are not on Raya. I am. For listeners, I'm, 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 that's I'm like famous to... rich people meet. Yeah, you guys can find me on Ashley Madison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um craigslist um how, uh, yeah one of charlie's friends when he was at facebook made raya uh really? so what is this told me about it it's rich people tinder it's the douchiest version of the tinders yeah you're not allowed to be a dick on it so i don't even ask him to get on it you're like you have to be referred all of your information's out there as soon as you connect they can see your location instantly just like on a map like it's wild yeah that's not gonna work they were like, look at your Instagram, look at everything. And you have to be right, referred. Yeah, and like, you, you, you submit you, your Instagram. You submit, you submit your Instagram, and then, like, then, you, then they ask like, your friends, like, oh, is this kid cool? My <laughs> <And laughs> friends are be like, what are you doing? Is he what you no, call no, 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 no. And then, and then your friends were like, if you don't get in, they're going to fucking boot me out. So oh. who else are you? Wow. Like, yeah. Nice. Well, it's pretty you gotta, exclusive, dog. 
Yeah. Yeah, but but it's worth it. Is it? It's good. <laughs> nice. It's pretty sweet. All right, guys. I'm at like a boner in sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> For the Undefined Podcast, I'm Jared Palmer. And I'm Ken Wheeler. Fuck you, Evan. Yeah, thanks yeah, for listening, you. Mom. Tell Tiffany I said hello. She's takes <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Don't include that. You're including it. <laughs> Dude, did All you right. know that I went to your mom's Instagram and I liked every single picture of her in a bathing suit? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Evan.